Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Top of the Table. I'm Brian Bentley, along with my co-host for the week, the ever-elusive Holbird, <laughs> which has been captured in the wild. <laughs> Why am I elusive? Because you're gone every week. You're, you're, uh, you've been coaching the last couple weeks. I know. It's like soccer day, and it's just tough. Do you know what time our game is tonight? Ele no, is 11, no, 10.55. I would have said 11.30. Yeah, it's still late. It's ridiculous. I'm going to go in my pajamas. It's going to be like a slumber party soccer game. It's just ridiculous. So this is why I could make tonight. No soccer today. How are you, Brian? I'm very well. How are you? Good, good. What's been happening since last time I talked to you? Well, let's see. We had Christmas and we had New Year's. <laughs> Shut up. It's not been that you're ridiculous. <laughs> my kids had a birthday in October. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was it their birthday the other day? Because I saw Rapunzel came to your house. Was no, that, that was actually the neighbor's birthday. The neighbor turned uh, three, and they had Rapunzel, and Morgan got invited. It was yes, oh, that was yesterday. Yeah. So, so we had we had to explain what birthday parties were and how other little kids show up, and you get to have a party. Oh. Mm. Um, we can talk about some uh, real quick stuff, and then we have a couple subjects that we do want to talk about. Yeah, uh, your, your boy uh, Ryan Giggs signs for a twenty third season at Man U. Can you believe that? I thought honestly, I thought he would just kind of hang his boots up and end on a high note and just be done. I mean, it's great, but I would. Was you? Hello. If it was me, I would sign for as many seasons as they would pay me. <laughs> but, I mean, look at Paul Scholes. I mean, he retired and still brought it back, so who knows? Uh, that was the next thing. Pa good. Paul, Paul Scholes retired and came back? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He, the first few games that he played, he was pretty rusty. And he gave away – I'm trying to think of the game that it was, but he gave a bad back pass to one of the defenders, and, you know, they scored from that. I don't know if you remember. And uh, – I was like, oh, gosh, Scalzi, you're too old. Get back on the pitch and get watching, not playing. And then recently he's just been unbelievable. And they're even talking about – oh, did you hear that was the dog? Sorry. They like Paul Scholes too. Um, they're even talking about him for the Euros. That was a good one. What? That was a good one. The dogs like Paul Scholes. Very good. Uh. Um, John Terry – well, um, let's – yeah, John Terry stripped of his captaincy by the F.A., and yeah. Fabio Capello relinquishes his coaching duties to the FA. Yeah. And so in, you know, related news, Harry Redknapp got found not guilty of tax fraud. Holy And then the next cow. day, Fabio Capello loses his job. How was that? Do you know about that? Yes. Do you not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're related. I find it pretty funny how... All of a sudden, he was found not guilty, and then Fabio Capello quit. So if, if Redknapp would have been found guilty, I wonder if Capello would still be with the England team. I like that theory. I wonder if he kind of knew it was coming, you know? Because him and the FA have never really got on. And especially, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Harry Redknapp, I think, is the man to do it. He's worked wonders with Tottenham. Um, this season. Well, you know what else, Brian? I want to. I kind of want to throw this to you because at first thought, I went, "What? Are you crazy?" But I work with a bunch of English lads, as you know, and we were talking about the Harry Redknapp thing. 
And you know who they said who would be an amazing England manager? Just guess. Bruce Arena? No, but close. You're getting warm with that guess. Shellis? Cold with that guess. Ziggy? Colder. Beckham? Yes! Wow. <laughs> so, they, so they said Beckham would be a good England manager because all the country would get behind him, that all the egos in the dressing room would be dropped because everybody respects and loves Beckham. He wouldn't necessarily do any of the coaching. It would be all the backroom staff like Stuart Pearson and whatever else. Right. And the assistants, he would just be the face and the ambassador for English football. You mean like, Marad- and- like Maradona did for Argentina? Exactly, but I mean that didn't work out very well, did it? And I mean that, yeah, exactly. And I kind of went to him. He's had no coaching experience of, of that level. Like, why would why would they do that? But I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I've heard, um, I've heard, you know, because I'm in the know. Um, I've read, I've read articles and um, and reports about how John Terry is just a meticulous. Uh, note taker and and is involved and in, in as many practices as possible for Chelsea, and that he right. somewhere down the line will be a coach uh, and be a great coach because of his attention to detail and and how he um, does things on the field, off the mm. off the field. I don't know that we want to discuss right now, but we will um, in just a minute. Uh, I, I think somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, you look at. Um, um, Oh, I've totally spaced. Alan uh, at Newcastle came back and coached Shearer. Shearer, yeah. I mean, I thought Maradona was a terrible coach. It was. It was a bad. He's the face of Argentinian football, and that's about it. Right, and I you and know? that's kind of along the same uh, along the same things as what uh, what they're pitching with Beckham, and it's yeah, not totally crazy. Yeah, and then also Stuart Pearce. I don't know if you're familiar with Stuart Pearce. He's the England under-21 coach, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to take them for the next game um, against Holland, which I think is next week or the week after, um, in a friendly. But there's only four games before the Euros start, so they've got to figure this out pretty quickly. And, but And who's that? I mean, Go ahead. No, Harry Redknapp, I mean, did you watch Tottenham yesterday? They're unbelievable. No, I didn't. The f- He's got them playing so well. He does, and and that was with uh, um, one of the things that came out of the of his trial is that he cannot read and he cannot write. Who? Harry right Redknapp. Now? He said, "I can't. I've never used a computer. I don't know. I can't operate a cell phone. I've never sent a text message or an email. I can't read and I Shut can't write." Up. I'm not I'm telling you what I read. I thought that was just a joke. That was a it was a quote from the from the trial. It's like I have no I have no idea what's going on. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So huh. but that's again just just a note that I read. I will try uh, I'll try to find a, a link to it and share that so um but, but if, if, I, if, if I ever get a lawsuit team. for Slandering Harry Redknapp. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, the thing about the England team is there's going to be a lot of players that have to go. Uh, Lampard's going to have to go. Terry's going to have to go. You know, 
we need to start bringing all the youth. And I think Redknapp's the type of manager who would, would think that way and think attacking and likes the youngsters. We need our squad to be 21 to 26. Well, then let me throw this at, need- let me throw this at you. Harry Redknapp wants David Beckham at Tottenham. Does he bring him to the national team? Ooh. See, that's is, that link there is, as well. Is, I is think that, Beckham is, would have a role. Is that, is that your calming voice, your veteran voice in the locker room for your young kids? I think I think if Beckham had some type of assistant role, I think that would be fantastic. I, I think he needs to be involved just because of his presence for the for the young kids, and he is the face of English football. Right, you know, but, everyone loves Beckham. So, but, um, but you're saying he's not part of the roster. He's a he's no. an assistant. He's not a player. He's not a player. Nope. Yeah, that is uh, that is my thoughts. I, I think we need to get rid of the that era and you know bringing skulls back i i think paul skulls is a better player than well steven gerrard but i just say that that's a pretty big shout isn't it so okay so if john terry goes and he's already been stripped of the captaincy yeah who's your who's your uh who's your fa captain could be wayne rooney Could be Wayne Rooney. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, okay. Shrug. <laughs> okay. Joe Hart. <laughs> Maybe, I don't we know. don't have to keep talking about the England team, but it's it's big news right now. Our national team coach is just gone. You know, just like when Bob Bradley left, and you know who's who else is coming in. It's, it's a show about it's, it's a show about soccer. It's not a show right about now, American so. soccer. Just, this is true. We could, talk, is- we could talk about my Wednesday night indoor team for an hour if we want. That's a great thing about having my own show. <laughs> um, let's talk about the um, Suarez incident yesterday. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Let's talk about the Suarez incident. Uh, I was I was trying to get around um, segueing from John Terry being banned for racism and then going into the Suarez incident of racism. Um Oh, I just went straight for yeah, it. No, it's okay. There's, no. I mean, there's, there's no, there's, I mean, there's really no easy way or pretty way to address it. Um, I think uh, Suarez has already been banned eight games for his words. Um, I thought it was um, whenever the Liverpool, you know, a team came out with Suarez shirts on in support. I, I, I questioned that, but he came back, did his eight games. To not shake hands. I mean, this isn't John Terry Wayne Bridge. This isn't, you know, right. Um, that. And it's also like, okay, we talk about a racism incident. Oh, with John Terry. And then we talk about a player screwing another player's wife. Oh, with John Terry. Um, <laughs> I can't see why he's not captain of the FA team. Jeez. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I did see the highlights. I did see the incident. I mean, Louis Source very, very clearly, you know, give him the the Reggie White row over um, and just didn't shake hands. I, you know, Patrice Everett didn't have to, to reach out and grab and make a scene. It could have been um, could have been avoided, but it was the wrong thing to do. Suarez should have done it. He was the one that was wrong to begin with. Should have been, I think there should have been a handshake. Now, when the game is over. I think it just showed no class. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you see so many incidents of, racism in football 
And so much so that, you know, during the, you know, the Champions League, that was one of their initiatives. And there's even a patch on the, on the jerseys. It's, you know, end racism. Stop racism. Um, and now, was Patrice ever wrong for running to the opposite end of the field to, ce- uh, to celebrate yeah. winning right in front of Luis Suarez? Yes. That, that was very childish. That he should have took the high road. But, you know, there was a lot of emotion with that, I'm sure. And it was it was funny because did he see they had to get escorted out, like all separate, and ever had to go in last yep. through the tunnel? Do you see all that? Yep. But it was pretty interesting to me about what Alex Ferguson said at the end of the press conference when he was just like, Suarez is a disgrace to Liverpool. You know, he shouldn't be in that jersey. Like, he just ripped him. He he did. And um, I will point out that there was a man named Eric Cantona that kicked a fan <laughs> while he was playing for Manchester United. Yeah. I don't remember. He was being told that he should be sold or banned. I think he was banned for like nine months or something. It was eight months, yeah. Eight months, yeah. A long time. Yeah. But it's got to go both ways, Sir Alex. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe he would just like <laughs> to kick a cleat in his head. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. The one thing, actually, Eric Winaldas, which surprisingly he had some good words to say yesterday. He was like, I don't know if Luis Suarez is a racist but I do know that he's an idiot. Yes. You know? And I was like, oh, well said, Eric. Like, for once, I actually agree with you. So. There's 35 seconds that we've wasted on somebody. <laughs> and Luis Suarez. Um, <laughs> hey, my screen's froze. Yes, he did. My screen's froze. Hold on. I'm, like, closing my eyes. There we go. It'll catch back up. Good. Maybe it's all right. It's all right. It's just not. A, it's a terrible facial expression. It's okay. Nobody. It's they can't. They can't see it on iTunes. For, oh, this is true. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you listening to the podcast, just imagine Sarah smiling. Hey, speaking of Sarah smiling, a uh, question from the chat room: Did you see the Beckham underwear commercial yet? Oh, did Liger ask that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I actually had to get on YouTube and check it out. It's very racy. It's very racy. I can't believe I actually missed it during the Super Bowl. And I read an interview with Beckham where he had a Super Bowl party at his house. And all his kids were there. And he has kids' friends there. And other, you know, couples and stuff like that. And this advert came on. And he was just, like, so embarrassed. And he had to, like, leave the room. And everyone was, like, laughing. And I just thought that was just a, a strange environment. Because we're all watching at home, like, it's David Beckham. But when you're actually David Beckham and that's you, I guess it's kind of embarrassing. But maybe you know? maybe when you're De- David Beckham and you shoot a commercial and they tell you it's going to air during the Super Bowl, maybe you don't have a party during the Super Bowl. <laughs> With kids there and parents, I don't know. Or maybe... Because he, I mean, they they know down to the minute when that commercial is going to air. It's really easy to change the channel. Yeah, true. Oh gosh, true. don't look at me. I've got my shirt off. I'm in my underwear. I'm going to be in the other room. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, but I think he's quite shy by nature, you know. No. I, I'm sure he probably is, and I'm sure he's he's a, probably a delightful fellow, and I would love to meet him and shake his hand someday. But yeah, I don't know that you can say I'm kind of embarrassed that my underwear commercial came on during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was going to be there. I was so embarrassed that I was kidding. Really? 
Really? <laughs> well, it was just cancer. Really? But yeah, Liger was one that told me about it. He was like, I'm surprised you didn't tweet about it. And I was like, I missed it? Like, that must have been going for a pee break at that point. Well, I can tell you what somebody somebody should have or probably already did tell Liger about. Alex Morgan will be appearing in Sports Illustrated in Body Paint. Oh, yeah. Liger, you need to check this out. She's like little stuff right now. She's all over the interwebs. And uh, and she actually scored uh, two goals within five minutes here in Frisco yesterday as the women's team beat New Zealand 2-1. to one. Did you go? I did not go. I, and, I also, like, and I also did not get a press pass as it was denied by U.S. Soccer. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Did you tell them who you are? I think that's why it got denied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I need to apply for my Sporting KC credentials. I think I've only got this week to do it. Well, I I was I was very lucky because uh, I have a contact at FC Dallas, and I in the PR department, I and I told her so. I'm going to apply for a credential. She helped me with with everything I needed to, and then it got denied. She goes, "Don't worry, I'll call them." I'm like, "Look, it's really okay." Because here's what's going to happen: I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to provide no real insight or um, um, recap of the game. I'm going to find a player. I'm going to ask them a minute or 90 seconds of really stupid questions and then probably 30 people on the internet are going to watch it. And she, and she and she giggled and she thought it was really funny. She's like, no, no, I know what you're saying. It's, like, it's, it's okay. And plus it was 35 degrees here yesterday. <laughs> I heard, but apparently there was a lot, it was like full house, there was a lot of people out. It was a solid 20,667, uh, the largest uh, crowd on American soil since 1999 to see a women's game. That's fantastic. Yep. Yes. Fantastic. And uh, and Morgan and uh, Megan Rapinoe had a um, uh, had a not a challenge, but they did an interview where they're on the on the uh, FC Dallas website here, and she said, "Why well, have a challenge? We played in KC. It was a great crowd. We played in Portland. It was a great crowd. We want to see a, a crowd here." So sold out. And they had fantastic. Uh, they had seven hundred people show up for an open training session in the middle of the afternoon on Friday. No way. Yes. Jeez. And so where, where are they next? In Portland, you say? Uh, no, they were in. She had saying that they had been in Portland. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Liger's got to get that, that cover. He's going to be loving it. Because she's a sweet and she's a cute girl. She's she's very much like the girl next door. She's not kind of like. I, um, I can confirm for you that he has already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the attraction to her is because she is such the girl next door. She's such a cutie, and she's not like uh, fake and false and stripper like. You know what I'm saying? Right. She's just super, super cute. I don't know. I, I can't really name many stripper like female soccer player. Hmm. Mm. Well, you've not seen me play soccer on a Sunday night at 11:55, but I'm sure it will be stripper like. I've seen you play soccer though, but not since you've got anything that were <laughs> fake or stripper like. Um, what? Didn't say that. That's terrible. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. Now, now I have to mark that explicit on iTunes. Thanks. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no, we will not. Question from the chat room. We will not be having our own body paint issue. <laughs> if we did, it would be Mark. <laughs> Speaking of, he would sell a lot of copy. Yeah. Speaking of Mark, Mark is at the NAACP Image Awards tonight. He spent all week uh, loading in the Grammys, uh, getting them ready. 
Uh, and now he's at the Image Awards tonight. If you remember the last time he called in from the Image Awards, he had a band behind him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's there's a good chance uh, that that could pop up anytime soon. What time is he calling in? It, that's it's an if. Ah, it's an okay. if. Uh, also, want to let everyone. My screen has done it again. It's like the. Worst facial expression ever. It's I okay. need to fix this. It's all right. Uh, you know, I'll just get a screen grab, and that's what I'll post on the website. <laughs> um, a quick update on Mark's wife, Dana. Dana had uh, had thyroid cancer discovered about a month ago. Um, I want, or maybe it was late in December. Uh, she had successful surgery to remove it. She was uh, traveling to. Uh, she traveled to Indianapolis for her job with the NFL Network to work the Super Bowl but had to come home early due to heart palpitations. Uh, from the, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know from, that. From the medication, I was actually in L.A. Uh, two weeks ago and, and saw Mark. Uh, he picked me up at the airport, and we got to spend the evening together, and I could see his two little boys. Um, and Dana um, was having heart palpitations. She came home uh, the Wednesday before the Super Bowl. It was from the medication. Uh, she's okay. She went to the doctor. They got that adjusted. She's in the hospital this weekend for her radiation therapy. Everything is going fine and great. She will be out. I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. So we want to we want to send uh, good words, good uh, mojo, yeah, good, good Jobu over to the uh, to the Via household because they're good people. I I saw Mark sent a Facebook message and he's like, "This is how close I can get to her because apparently he, he can't go in her room." Right. Or- yeah, she ha- yeah, she has to be she has to be there for three days, and then she has to spend a fourth day um, in a hospital. Um, like total isolation, right? Right. Well, she just no. She has to spend an extra day in a in a um, in a hotel room just to make sure everything's cool before she's around the kids. Right. Oh gosh. Well, I'm glad she's she's doing all right. You know, it's just rough, rough for the family. That. Right. Um. No, I will be nixing any any uh, any image of Mark covered in painted LA Galaxy logos. <laughs> I'm nixing that right now. Oh my gosh, that should be a charity event. That would be pretty funny. I bet we could get 50 people to donate five bucks to see Mark do that. You know, you know what he would do because he's so crazy. He would like if you pull if you filled like balloons with paint and you just threw it in his naked body. He would love that. <laughs> Seriously, do you not think people would pay five bucks to see Mark do that? He would totally do it for a good spot. I think he'd do it for free. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. So I don't know what raising money would be. I know. I think think, he would probably pay us whatever whatever amount you were looking for. It's like people, you know. (laughs) Hey, I want to do this. Because he would say, well, Uh, can I be naked to do it? I mean, that's, that's Mark. (laughs) <laughs> For those of you just joining us, just top of the table as we talk about soccer. I'm Brian Bentley, along with Sarah Wilson, <laughs> and we talk about oh, our co-host being naked with body paint. Exactly. <laughs> um, what else has been going on? I'm trying to, in the soccer world. Are you playing again? You're back to I open am back. normal. Yeah, yep, playing indoor on Wednesday nights. Yeah. When, for those of you who don't know, Brian tore his ACL last year. When was it? No, it was uh, in two, June of 2010. 
But you got released to play last year. Uh, I didn't have surgery until uh, November of 2010, and I got released in um, February. I got released four months after for yeah. um, for exercising and running, and then contact at six months as opposed to later. So, which is so you're rocking and rolling. Yeah, so whatever. But it's fun. It's, it's fun to get back, and it's fun to be playing. I've been playing since um, I want to say it was September of last year. You know what that there, um, that's really fun is they do a COVID cup in Vegas. Yes. If you go like to like we could recruit a team from around the country as like a top of the table color team. That would be pretty funny. I don't know that we have enough people that listen to make up a team of anything, even a three on three basketball team. <laughs> Um, I'm just saying, in theory, that would be freaking cool. I I would do that. That would be awesome. We would have to mix it with the Winning Ugly trip to make sure we had enough. There you go. Is that When is that? I don't know. To piggy, we'd have to piggyback onto that. But let's, hey, you know what? Let's talk about uh, um, good players playing in other places. See what I'm doing here? I'm segueing. That's very clever. How about, uh, how about the, the um, inferior MLS Sending people over to the EPL. Hey, seriously. How good has Landon Donovan been since he's been at Everton this time around? He is just like assisting just for fun. Yeah, he's playing amazingly. Um, let's talk about Thierry Henry coming back at, uh, at Game Arsenal. Winner. Game winner yesterday, 90th, what was it, 90th minute yep. or something? So, yeah, it, it's good for MLS. Good for MLS. Um, you know, you know, Eric Howell went over to England last week or so, and the game got canceled. It did, but he did actually get to see him home and away. I think it's when they beat Man City and they beat Wigan, so he got to see a couple of good games. Nice. But he actually met Landon Donovan. Very nice. So, yeah, I wonder if Landon had him bring like Reese's Pieces or anything, <laughs> his little like home from home package. But yeah, Landon Donovan is making a, a big name for himself. I wonder if he's ever tempted, like, you know what, I should just stay here. Oh, but the weather's crap, maybe not. Well, yeah, and I don't think Everton really has a whole lot of money to spend, spend to, build, to build around him, though. This is true. Because they just got Stephen Pienaar, Stephen Pienaar on loan from Tottenham for the rest of the season. Yeah. But not to sign him. Um, uh, Robbie Keane playing well for Aston Villa. Yeah, what was the Villa score there? They get beat 1-0 by Man City, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's good It's good for these players to keep on top of their game, play high standard, play quick football. It, it's good for the MLS when they come back. It, yeah, Man City 1-0, uh, West Brom 5-1 over uh, Wolverhampton. You know who I need to figure out uh, and, and watch is Robbie Rogers. I need to see how he's doing. Over in Leeds? Yes, I actually... And I should be able to do that pretty easily because they play in the same league as Hull City. Right. But uh, I've not heard much about him, to be honest. So I wonder how he's doing. That was a rather odd decision, I thought. It was very strange. I don't know what the attraction was for, for Leeds. I thought staying in the MLS would be better than playing for Leeds. I don't get it. Like when Josie Altidore went to Hull City, they were playing premiership football. Right. I just, uh, I don't understand don't understand it. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's talk about 
Oh, but coming across this way, who signed for... That's what I was going to talk oh. about. Yeah. Chris Boyd, the uh, Scottish Premier League's all-time leading scorer, I think 167 goals, uh, turning down the offer to play for Houston and then signed to play with Portland. And uh, as a result, Portland sending um, sending a, comp- a compensatory third-round pick, I think, to Houston for his discovery rights. Um, oh, really? Uh, Nick, I know you have tons of Chris Boyd information you'd like to share with us right now. Ooh. Is he sharing it? And we're, I'm waiting for him to reply. The, uh... <laughs> and then he replies, I do. Let me rephrase that. Would you like to share some Chris Boyd and, and Timber's information with the rest of the world? And by the rest of the world, I mean uh, Liger and, and uh, probably Mark when he listens to this. Oh, nothing to nothing to report yet. He's not in town. Can you confirm he is? Is he a, a former uh, teammate or friend or is there a John Spencer connection there? Scottish connection there? Is, oh, I'm sure. Because if I had my choice, and this isn't intended to be derogatory, I would pick Portland over Houston. Spencer, ne- I think I would too. Spencer never talked to him before. Surprisingly, okay. Huh. Uh, Interesting. Hey, talking about um, new moves and, and people. Um, want to talk about Caleb Furlan left? Yes. And then have we talked about Oscar Pereja? I think we talked about that last time. Oscar Pereja, Oscar Pereja, former assistant here at FC Dallas, is taking over the head coaching job of the Colorado Rapids. Yes, and he, they're actually going to a four-three-three. Uh, Love it. And. Love it. Uh, and as you'd mentioned earlier, Caleb Furlan and the team coming to a mutual agreement to part ways. I find that very odd because I know he was pretty happy. Right. Uh, very happy there. Loved his lifestyle. Loved Colorado. And I think there's a little bit more to that story. I don't know if he's going to sign somewhere soon. He's going to be on a lot more money. I mean, he was very happy there, Brian. I was, I was, you was the one that actually told me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know about it. And I, you know, when you text me, I was like, "Really?" Have you spoken to him because, since? Uh, yeah, we do. We text a little bit back and forth, and I don't like to pry because I don't want to use, like, I won't say friendship. I mean, my acquaintances with him to kind of exploit and over the interwebs. Right. You know, I don't want to be that type of girl. Like, right. You know, I'm I'm friends with him and. And uh, so I wasn't like, tell me everything. Tell me your story while you left. I, I was trying to be a bit more cool than that. And I was like, hey, you know, how you, you know, I've left. And I was like, I heard. I was really surprised. And he just said, it's just something I had to do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted as well. So I didn't really get that. That's all I got from him. But, yeah, I'm a little bit shocked. A little bit shocked. That, that's, that's really weird. And we're going to touch on uh, some MLS um MLS player movement here, so um, let's bear with us because we're going to move fast. Um, yeah, the Caleb Fuller move, that does surprise me that you say that because it's also um, like Ryan Smith who left Kansas City under a, kind of a cloud of secrecy. Yeah. And now, and now he's reemerged uh, with Chivas, energized, ready to go, said he had to take care of his mother. Uh, and he's back, and he's focused on playing. 
Yeah, and and another one, uh, Craig Rocastle. Mm -hmm. He um, he was playing for Spots in Kansas City, and then he tore his meniscus or, or something playing in the Gold Cup um, for Grenada. And anyway, he was kind of on the bench for Spots and never got back in. And they released him at the end of the season. And then he signed to play with the semi-pro team here in town called the Comets. Right. So he was still around. And um, that's, you know, Comets, good team, indoor, semi-pro. Signed a contract with him, whatever. And then the next day he left because he got an offer to play in Greece. And he's in Greece right oh, now. Oh, wow. Well, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, hey, I think playing pro in Greece is better than playing indoor, semi-pro in Kansas City. So that was a, that was a good move for him. Well, I can understand what he's but, trying to do is stay stay local, stay fit, stay kind of under the eye of, uh, of supporting KC. But, yeah, any, exactly. any offer is better than that. Um, Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the Galaxy real quick as the rich get richer as Edson Buttle returns as well as Janino. Yes. I mean, I've not really followed this very much, but. You're more of a Galaxy fan than I am, so what's going on there then? Uh, Edson Buttle released by his team. Um, basically, you know, they had. Uh, let me make sure. I want to say it was for for fitness issues. Hmm. Let me make sure I get this right. Before um, you get sued and taken to court. Yeah. Just like the heroin nap thing. Exactly. Um, do, do, do. Oh no! Excuse me. He had try. He had a trial at Everton, um, and at West Ham in the recent weeks. Uh, and then he's signed back here. And then uh, Janino, uh, Galaxy were able to uh, work on another loan with Sao Paulo to get him back here. Um, so, like I said, the rich get richer. Hmm. As your uh, champion, Galaxy. By not, you know, everybody was. And I talked to Mark about this when I was in L.A. They was curious about who was going to step up and take Juninho's place. So not only do you not have to worry about that, now you get Edson Buttle back. And I think the, <laughs> the real issue is um, that it was t uh, two seasons ago in 11 um, that uh, Edson Buttle was just scoring in buckets. But, and then he kind of went on a bit of a drag, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, but Mark was quick to point out that before that and after that, he was extremely lazy. Hmm. So... You know, there's a thought on that. Um, let's keep moving here. There's a couple trades to touch on as uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps pick up Sebastian Latou in a trade with Philadelphia. Gosh. And that was a very acrimonious parting, uh, if, you've, if you've had a chance to read anything there. Um, the uh, Colorado Rapids deal, uh, Matt Kanji to the Dynamo for a pick. Uh, Kenny Cooper traded to New York. I find that very bizarre. Uh, it's puzzling. It, it, they've got like six forwards or something ridiculous like that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, uh, uh, New York also re-signing Joel and Pierre uh, to a multi-year yeah. deal. Uh, Philadelphia Union also losing Fod Mondragon, their goalie. So they lost both of their all-stars. Wow. Um, Peter Noah coming out saying it's it's about the team and building for the future. It's not about one player. Um, if you get it, but when you lose your keeper and your your goal scorer, I, I'd be a little bit nervous and worried about that one. Right. Right. That's uh, I, I'm. That's that's two big parts of your of your team right there. 
You know? I mean, they went from an expansion team to a playoff team very quickly in two seasons, and now all of a sudden it's like... Hey, how, how would you feel if I told you, you just the U.S. team just lost Landon Donovan and Tim Howard? It's not about it's not about the team. It's not about the players. It's about the team, there, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, let's talk about this really quick. Jose Adolfo Valencia, uh, the newly acquired Portland Timbers forward, will be out six to twelve months following knee surgery. Ooh, damaged cartilage in his left knee. Um, one of the one of the big uh, one of the big Colombian signings there for for um, for Nick's Timbers team as they lose them. Um, Thierry Henry will be back in time. He'll be back here on the 16th from his loan. Arsenal had kind of toyed with uh, extending his loan. He's been playing so well. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, so it's amazing for that. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. I'm like just going through all my notes. How, how's our our boy doing, uh, Lee? Lee Wynn? Yeah. Lee Wynn is in Vancouver. I was going to say our boy Joe Tate. Our our boy Joe Tate. Uh, con- We've got a few boys. Our boy Joe Tate contract not uh, picked up by Philadelphia. Ah, uh, so he's a free agent. So What's he up to? Do we know? Out of contract. Don't know. Don't know. I've, I, I've reached out to him, so I'm going to see what I can find. Um, hmm. My dog's name is not Flash, for those asking in the chat room. <laughs> A reference that they should get. I get it. Let me see what else we got. I'm trying to, th- yeah, I'm just trying to- a lot of things. Say it again. We've been all over. We've been all over the map. We've covered a lot of things tonight. We've covered Premiership. We've covered. England, we've covered the US, we've covered the MLS, we've covered your indoor team. Yeah. <laughs> not, we're not ranking those by importance, obviously. <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, New England added a Colombian forward. They finally signed a designated player. Uh, Jose Marino on loan from uh, Colombian team. Jose Mourinho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says he's, not- by the way, Jose Mourinho says he's going back to England next year. Jose Marquinho. He might take the England job. Wouldn't that be awesome? Dang. Wouldn't that be nice? I would have him. Even though everyone wants an Englishman, I'd take him. For sure. Uh, we, I think we would be remiss without uh, sending out uh, thoughts and condolences to the uh, horrible incident in Egypt. This is, yeah, that's just that, mind-blowing. That was not... Not good, not fun. Uh, oh, we got to give a shout-out to uh, Live, Breathe Football. Oh, my gosh. We got our stuff, Brian. How cool is yeah, our stuff? Get up here. Sporting the Clint Dempsey shirt today. Yeah, Mark I, Mark sends us both the texts. By the way, watch your mail in the next couple of days. Uh, and and Mark uh, purchased for uh, for Sarah and I some some uh, a shirt and a, a lounge, uh, like a, a hoodie from Live, Breathe Football. A lounge jacket. A lounge jacket. <laughs> but it doesn't come with an ascot. Uh, from, the good, from the good people at Live Breathe Football, so thanks to Ebon and all those guys, great stuff. And uh, they have this uh, new Clint Dempsey shirt out, which I'm wearing today, which I bought myself because it's good stuff. Uh, we'll send out a link to uh, to LBF. We should do, yeah, definitely good stuff. Um, 
Is there anything that we've forgotten? I know I would like to forget is the image of Mark being covered in body paint. Anything <laughs> uh, that we forgot in the crazy world of football. I, I think we kind of did a little, a, a good little wrap up of all of it there, Brian. Yep. A little power round of everything. I know. MLS training camps have started. First, first kick will be March the 11th. Where FC Dallas? MLS first kick, March the 11th. What? Where were FC Dallas for preseason? Uh, they were in um, they're in Cancun. Really? Yes, and then they will be leaving for the uh, the tournament in Orlando. Oh, the Disney one? Yes. Yeah. And then they come back. Um, I think they come back like March the 3rd. Maybe. Yeah. That then, Disney one, I went. I, I went last year. Right. Um, there was, I think, there was four teams there. Mm -hmm. It was all right. It's it's pretty laid back. There was, it was good because you got so close to the team because the field's not like enclosed like a stadium. It's like um, just multiple soccer fields running on from each other. You know. Right. So yeah, it was it was, it was good. Hey, thanks for good. not saying it's it was a Mickey Mouse operation. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not as quick-witted as you, Brian. I wouldn't be able to think of it so, like that. That's uh, why you're the brains of this operation. And that should tell you guys listening or watching why we have three viewers. Uh, <laughs> anybody, uh, Nick Liger, anybody have anything you want to add before we before we take off? Uh, fantasy, oh, do a fantasy MLS league. That might need to happen. Oh, wow. I think I can do that. We'll, we'll find one. I know we had great success with the three of us that played in the Fantasy Premier League. Um, but an MLS one would be different. I don't know of anyone, anyone doing that, Brian. I think that's a good idea. Who said that? Uh, Nick. Well done, Nick. And Liger would like to let everybody know that Walking Dead returns tonight and a new show called Comic Book Men on AMC, which is uh, Kevin Smith. Which actually looks like a really good show. Kevin Smith, my former poker, uh, poker playing pal. And uh, it's about his comic book store in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. I did see the advert of that. It looked quite looks good. And you know what? I did actually think of Lyo. I saw that. I did. I, did. I, will, I will probably TiVo that, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I, I had uh, received a tweet to the show the other day. We will not be on Pinterest. <laughs> the show will not be on Pinterest. I get enough. But I am. I know. I'm obsessed. And so, and so is Melinda. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. On my birthday, she made Mountain Dew cupcakes. Really? Like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in the world. Oh, I found them on. I found them on Pinterest. Like, okay, yeah. Try it. Was the. It was. Was it amazing? It was. It was heavenly. <laughs> I, 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 yes, um, it was incredible. <laughs> and I think I think I saw some Dr Pepper ones on there. She's making day. those, and I think tonight I think tonight she's making sea salt chocolate covered Oreos. Wow! Yeah, uh, it's, um, Pinterest it's, is amazing. Yeah, it's it's Pinterest. Pinterest is for women. What fantasy football is for men? That's what it said on one of the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, she, she did tell me that. <laughs> so, Kevin, you don't win money or a trophy on Pinterest. So shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> she goes, you don't win money or our trophy in football either. Oh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> Touche, touche. So. so, all right, mate. Well, I'm glad we got to speak today. Uh, what about next week? What are we doing? Are you going to be here next week? Um, I'm going to look at my schedule right now. I think I think next week could be tough. Uh, what is it today? The twelfth. Oh, happy Valentine's Day! Yeah. I have a game. I have a game at three thirty next week. So I could. If we start at five thirty, I can make it next week. Yeah. That's okay. What time we always start? Cool beans. Roughly five thirty. All right. Well, for Sarah Wilson, I'm Brian Bentley. It's amazing what uh, technology can do. As uh, as we Skype again from Kansas City and Dallas, we want to thank Liger in Baltimore, and Nick coming to us from Portland. Mark, uh, as we imagine, will be sun splashed and paint splashed at the end of LACP Image Awards tonight. <laughs> if, if if you're offended by things easily, don't follow Mark on Twitter. Um, but if you want some very random things, and I'm I'm, pr- he is very I'm pretty sure that, that recent celebrity deaths in the news will be covered tonight ad nauseum through his Twitter. Um, <laughs> you can, I'll, I'll flip over here to the plugs really fast. You can follow Mark at SC underscore Beaner Lights. You can follow Sarah at Holbird. You can follow me at Tweeter underscore Dumb. The show is at Top of the Table TV. Uh, we keep, uh, we archive all of these shows at topofthetable.tv so you can see everything there. Or you can download them on iTunes if you've done that now. We thank you for that. Um, Mark does. Mark has. Yes, you're right. If no, you're right, Nick. He, he. Not only does he have an offensive Twitter name, Liger, he does have some extremely raunchy, sometimes tweets. Um, <laughs> but if you get past that, he he provides some really um, some great input. Um, himself being a recovering addict. And I was even the victim of a couple tweets when he picked me up from the airport two weeks ago. So, <laughs> so there it is. Uh, we want to thank we want to thank Jeff Katz and the great people at Geek Week for letting us come on and take up all their time. Uh, the USB Boys should be coming up tonight live from Oklahoma City. Um, you can always catch us at Top of the Table TV on Twitter, Top of the Table TV. Uh, if there's anything you want to see or you want to know, please give us a holler. And Swap of the Table was so much fun. In the beginning of December, I, th- I think we might have to do it again soon. We yes. When does it, just before the season starts would be a good one. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. We'll think about it. I don't know. I got to talk to people to run that stuff. Okay. I got to see what they think. I don't know. MLS first kick. What? All right, Brian. There you go. It's a pleasure as always. You guys be good. Thank you for joining us on the uh, here on the web at geekweek.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on iTunes. We'll see you again next week for another edition of Top of the Table. Have a good week, guys.